real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. Welcome back. It's the noon hour here on the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself uh, with you for the next hour. Mark Morehouse coming up in about 10 minutes. Cedar Rapids Gazette. We will preview Penn State and Iowa with Mark. And then John Walters, the voice of Iowa State. He was in Kansas City yesterday for Big 12 Media Days. By the way, Kansas still painting themselves as victims mm, Yes, in, yes. Uh, in all of this. You remember the, the press release that came out when this first hit the fan and became went public and Kansas was uh, at least named in it and they painted themselves as victims in their release. My good God. Well, the court case that was settled yesterday said the same thing, that the universities were victims and yeah. that's why these three individuals will be going to prison. Uh-huh. One of the biggest jokes that I can remember in sports. Yeah, I'm with you, Trent. I'm with you. Look, I don't want to know. College basketball is better the way it is now. Don't Don't destroy that. I'm a selfish fan. That's how I am. I don't care. This is going to get worse. These were because these are the big trials are still to come. Yes, the coaches naming names. It's going to get much deeper than what we saw here. Buckle I, in, strap yourself in. There's going to be if you enjoy the Schadenfreude of watching Kansas uh, have their name pulled through the mud. It's going to get even better for you. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Iowa and Nebraska right now, right? Yes, the Hawkeye yes. fans are enjoying this. Uh, what Nebraska's gone through. So when we had Vinny Iyer on earlier, I, I started to ask him, and then I looked at the clock and realized that we don't have enough time. So I'll ask you because this is a short segment here, and I was going to ask this question based on expectations mm-hmm. prior to the season, right? Prior to the season, what is the most disappointing team? In the NFL to this point. Now, we're only seven games into it. Right. We're not even quite at the halfway point yet, thankfully. Um, but that's about to change, sadly. Yeah. Um, I think there's only two teams that I think you could put into this disappointing category. Again, based on preseason expectations that this team was going to, if they weren't going to win their conference, they were going to go a long way and have a big say ultimately. I think there's two teams that you could say. One in the AFC one in the NFC, I want to see if you and I have the same teams. Well, I actually have two in the NFC that jump off to me, and they're not awful. They're not winless. They're not mm-hmm. one in six or whatever, but they're disappointments. One, the defending champion Eagles at three and four. Yeah, you know what? I never put them in. That's a good one, Trent. They're, they're the defending champs. They're the defending champs. They're and it's a there. division that really doesn't have a, no. you know, a team that uh, – was Arrow was pointing up at the end of last year, and the Eagles got lucky to beat them. And that's a good one. I'll I'll go with you there. And the other one's Atlanta. I agree. That's the one I had. I mean that that was a lot. Two years removed from the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. All right, bounce back after a step back a season. Mm-hmm. And but both these teams are three and four. Sure, They're not out of it. No, and They're the, even the, close to out of it. I we there there was talk. I remember going back to the beginning of the season. At least this is where I was on willing to die on this hill. I thought it. Remember the the big talker last year was the Vikings are going to be the first team to play for a Super Bowl in their yes, home stadium. Yes, They got really close. I thought Atlanta had the chance to do that this year because the Super Bowl is in Atlanta this year. So I would put them in. When you look at that division, Carolina's really good. Mm-hmm. I think New Orleans might even be better than yeah, Carolina. Yeah. This game Sunday night is so massive. And Tampa can score. And Tampa can score. Um, and you get in one of those silly shootouts, and all of a sudden, hey, if he lost 44-41. Mm-hmm. It, it can happen against that team. Fun division. It is a fun Remember division. Remember how it, it was god-awful. It had some down years, yep. but as is everything in the NFL, very cyclical. It, it, it is. Remember the AFC West was such a juggernaut for so many years? Who's your AFC team? Jags. Oh, okay. 
You, yeah, no, 30 you're, minutes. You've, you've been a bigger believer. Even well, go- 30 minutes straight, not more than that, 50 yeah, minutes in yeah. the AFC Championship. Yes. They looked like they were ticketed for Minnesota last right. year. Yeah. And this year, Blake Bortles was benched. He probably should have been last year at some point, but um, I don't know. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll hook up with Mark Morehouse from the Cedar Rapids Gazette. He joins us next. When Trent and I continue, we're here until 1. John Walters about 1230. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 The Champ. The ISU Coaches Game Day Show. Nothing but Cyclones. Four hours before select Iowa State football games on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Wildwood Hills Ranch is a local nonprofit just 25 minutes south of West Des Moines, serving over 1,000 youth at risk and veterans and their families annually. We would like to invite you to our upcoming events this fall. We have a barn dance in the Quad Cities November 3rd and an Iowa Machine Shed Thanksgiving on Thursday, November 22nd. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. For more information, go to wildwoodhillsranch.org. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just 10 bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University, one block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com ApprovedByJoe.com www.ApprovedByJoe.com approval some minimum requirements hurry into lowe's today for savings on everything you need to get started on fall projects like overseeding and feeding your lawn you'll find the lawn care products right for your area in stock at lowe's plus the know-how to help if you have any questions like what to do now and what to do next plus find savings to perk up your curb appeal with new mulch and fall plants whatever's on your to-do list start now and save on what you need all projects have a starting point start with lowe's Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358. 
515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. On Friday, November the 2nd, the Autism Society of Iowa is holding its 30th annual Silent and Live auction to raise money for those affected by autism spectrum disorders in the state of Iowa. The event is held at the Sheraton Hotel on 1850th Street in West Des Moines. This annual event includes many wonderful items up for bid, including tickets to local events, autographed sport items, handmade quilts, and gift baskets. For more information, Google Autism Society of Iowa. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Chair. High questions of the show brought to us by our friends at The Attic. The Attic in Ankeny, 1509 South Ankeny Boulevard. A unique shop featuring new and consigned furniture and home decor. Name brands and a fraction of new. The Attic is an incredible selection of furniture and decor. Just in time to spruce up your home for the holidays. If you're looking for that special piece, stop on in. Take a look. They're open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 10 to 6. Tomorrow and Saturday, 10 to 5. And Sunday afternoons from 10 until 4. Uh, check them out online, the photo gallery. Uh, guys, if you're looking for something uh, for a significant other, for your wife, uh, gift certificates available for the upcoming holiday season. The Attic in Ankeny, new and consigned home decor. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, thegazette.com, backslash sports is where you can read Mark and the entire paper over there. And Mark joins us. Hello, Mark Morehouse. How are you? Hanging in there, getting ready for a flight tomorrow. So where will you fly into? Will you do the Pittsburgh route? No, we go to State College, and then we drive, I think it's about 40 minutes uh, north, east of State College to uh, Altoona, Altoona, PA, and uh, where we've eaten Strombolis for, I've, I've, this is my eighth or ninth time to Penn State, and I've only stayed in State College once. It's a gouge yeah, place situation, and plus the hotel rooms go fast, too, so. Uh, we're, we, we, Altoona's become our home away from home, and uh, we saw Bo Pelini beat Ohio State there once, and then nice. turned around and called the fans a bunch of bad work. So uh, <laughs> there's some fun memories in Altoona. Is this your favorite road trip in the Big Ten? It's up there, I think, because I think Penn State, in my mind, is one of those football places that, you know, it's deep football. It's mm-hmm. uh, ingrained. They've had a ton of success. There's a lot of history and tradition, and I know that you know Penn State's been through uh, cultural, you know, hell. Sure. 
on its own fault. But yep. hey, uh, you know, whatever uh, that would happen. But there's still a football tradition there that uh, that attracts the old football dork and me. And uh, Beaver Stadium is really cool. It's kind of I keep expecting the the, uh, the uh, cast of Deer Hunter to uh, pop out there with hard hats and ready to hit the mountains because this is a gorgeous piece of giant erector set of steel and. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of old school football things out there, and then uh, the, just the towns and the cities are all reminds me a little bit of Dubuque. I mean, there's a lot of hills and a lot of bars with paneling. <laughs> <laughs> well, better better the cast of that than the cast of Deliverance up there in the mountains. Yeah. That, that's certainly what you that's, want to see. Ooh, that's a whole different show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, find that, those that when is. you go west, maybe. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Mark, uh, this Penn State team looked incredibly good for up until the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter against Ohio State, and then played bad against Michigan State, got it done last week against Indiana. Is there something left in the tank here? Can they reconfigure their expectations going forward? Your takeaway as you look at Penn State this week. Well, they can't lose anymore if they want to mm-hmm. play in the college football playoffs. They're, they're down to winning uh, winning uh, the Big Ten title game and hoping for the best. So, you know, two losses put you in that. Uh, losing to Ohio State, there's no shame in that. Losing to Michigan State this year, there is maybe a little shame in that, and that Michigan State's a weird team, kind of like a wild animal that's caught in a trap. You saw the pregame weirdness last week with uh, Michigan. They're a weird program right now, Michigan State. So uh, getting that win at Penn State is very characteristic of Michigan State, uncharacteristic of Penn State. Um, so much of what Penn State, you know, last year, I just go back to last year with Iowa and Penn State, uh, Saquon Barkley had 305 yards from image in that game that's that's got to be some sort of record somewhere um that's that's just rushing and receiving I and mean, that takes out passing yards from scrimmage so what a factor in that game and so he's gone obviously making money with the giants and trace mcsorley is kind of the heart and maybe the only real playmaker in this offense right now that wide receivers are down they don't have a six foot eight tight end who can sprint anymore so mm-hmm. a lot of it's coming down on mcsorley and uh taking a lot of hits. He's running the ball a lot more. He's coming through, though, still in a lot of ways. He's ace in the conference of passing, ace in rushing. Totally unique athlete. Uh, I was going to have a chance of keeping him contained. Mm, Deshaun Hamilton, program's all-time leading receiver. He's in the NFL now. Uh, I'm with you. Mark, you know, speaking of receivers, I said prior to the season starting, and this really wasn't meant to be um, a knock or anything along those lines with Nick Easley. But I thought if Nick Easley is far and away the leading, the biggest threat receiving-wise, not of the tight ends, but of the receiving group, then maybe this Iowa team wouldn't get to a place that some thought it might get to. We're seeing the emergence of some of these guys uh, to come and take up some of the slack off of Nick Easley, who's still having a nice year, but he's got some help now, and I think that's going a long way uh, with this Iowa offense. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, uh, last week was a perfect uh, snapshot moment for Brandon Smith with the 10-yard touchdown pass. That was gorgeous. I mean, that was everything you want Brandon Smith to be, and that's everything he wants to be. But uh, i got to say, Nick Easley, he is the most underrated uh, Iowa player maybe that I've ever covered. People, He had 51 receptions last year for this team. Mm-hmm. You know, they went 8-5. They went and five. You know, that's not a great Iowa team, but... He had 51 receptions after walking on from uh, Iowa Western. So that guy goes into he, he goes into my contra- contributor Hall of Fame. Maybe not like playmaker, but definitely a contributor. And he's a really, uh, to my in my mind, he's a really important cog in this year's offense because he gives a degree of stability. He is their short passing game in a lot of ways, and he's the guy who catches 
kind of extends the running game. And uh, you might see a lot of them this weekend with the rain and the wind and all that. Really underrated player for Iowa. I, I wish people would uh, kind of give him a little bit of uh, credit there. Right there with you, Mark. Mark, uh, a guy that gets uh, plenty of credit, that's Noah Fant. Finally got to hear from him after the dust-up that his brother created on Twitter. Take us in that story, and you from the reporter aspect, you know, answer, asking those kind of questions to Noah Fant. The position it puts you in, odd, interesting, your takeaway. Great question. Um, odd, for sure odd. Um, it feels like it was settled business, but it felt like it was an exercise that uh, Noah Fant needed to go through. Maybe Ferentz wanted him to go through. Anyway, you know, I thought he handled all the questions perfectly. It is exactly what it is. It's uh, an emotional family member, you know, making a crash statement online. He's frustrated. Comes out in the moment, and uh, Iowa fans didn't like it, and they reacted to it. I just say chill out. Uh, he's no fan. Oh, what is it, eight touchdown catches this year? Leads the team. Uh, okay. Second on the team, I think, in reception. Maybe first. I can't. I think he's first, 26 receptions, so. Uh, obviously, you know, still a huge cog. I think it was an exercise they had to go to. There's not – it's settled business. Uh, sounds like the fans didn't like it. Well, you know, that's too bad. It's too bad for them. It's too bad for the fans. It's too bad for everyone. Bottom line, if Noah Fant looks at this as a departure year to the NFL, which I think he probably does, they need each other for the next five games, put up great film, go to the combine, get paid. Mm. Uh, I know you put uh, Nick Easley in the Contributor Hall of Fame. Is, is there room for Parker Hesse in that hall, too? Uh, leadership Hall of Fame. I think okay. uh, he's uh, uh, he's magnificent in that regard. So, you know, I went up to his folks and with him and and had a long interview this summer. He said something that's really stuck with me is about uh, if, if winning's if winning is the goal, then you know, I was talking to him about playing, he's switching into defensive tackle. It was a no brainer for him. He said uh, basically, if, if winning's the goal, then uh, your personal goals uh, you kind of fold those in with everybody and. Uh, just sets a tone and really kind of still a playmaker. I hate, you know, people need, you know, kind of like calling a quarterback a uh, game manager. <laughs> you know, when you call a player a leader, well, is he a player? Well, Parker Hesse's very much a player. I think uh, 23 and a half or 28 and a half career tackles for loss. He's climbing that list. Uh, I think 13 career sacks. There's a, there's a really good football player there. So I'm, I'm, uh, Actually, I'm glad you guys asked this question because, to me, you know, I look at uh, 2015 and this year's 2015-ish. I think I'm going to nominate Keegan Render to be the Cole Fisher of this team because he, Cole Fisher really came through as a senior. Keegan Render, I think, is playing at a very, very high level. I'm with you. Mark, we know that old-timey radio hour is no longer a part of your weekly routine. (laughs) It's it's terribly disappointing from our vantage point. But uh, I saw some people tweeting last night, including your, your cohort, Scott Dockerman with the On Iowa Pod saying he was listening and, though without naming names, didn't say sound like he was real pleased what was happening up there, the scene that was created by Michigan Mission State and, and the coaches kind of part of it too. Good. Good for Ferris. He should yep. voice that because it was disgusting. Um, I don't know. D'Antonio needs to be slapped down for that. I, don't, I like D'Antonio. I think he's a really smart guy when it comes to well, that team's really mad at him, but then there's his team doing its job and winning for the most part. So I, I like how Dan, D'Antonio kind of plays the psych game there, but uh, this is an incident now, and he needs to be slapped down. Harbaugh needs to be slapped down. Um, I don't think that what the Big Ten did yesterday was enough. 10,000 uh, wrist. I, I think Delaney should have, forget about the money and all that stuff, Delaney should have come out stronger. 
This behavior should not be tolerated. It is college football. It is not uh, whatever Michigan and Michigan State have made their rivalry out to be. It's not that. It's college football. If I'm Delaney, I slap them down hard, and I say, if this happens again, you guys are suspended. And uh, that's I would just leave it at that and say, don't do this. I wouldn't even find them. I'd say, this happens again. You guys are suspended for two games. Don't ever do it again. You think any coach would, uh, would let his team be on that field with the other team in that sort of situation? If he was facing a two-game suspension, no, he would not. Uh, no, no way in heck. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Mark, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, safe travels. We will talk to you this time next week in advance of Purdue. The On Our Podcast this afternoon, correct? Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh, perfect. Okay, I can teach. We got to fly out early, so I always ah, got my. Gotta I got that thing done. Well, yep, yep. So uh, yeah, we're rolling. I, I could teach Ken how to download a podcast. He can listen on his drive to Ankeny after the show today. Don't hold your breath you on go, that guys. one. Hey, Yingling. Thanks for listening. Over under Yingling, six and a half? Uh, Yingling, uh, uh, under. Under for me. There's got to oh. be a better There's got to be a it better has to be. out there, man. Uh, <laughs> you'll find it. Beer snob coming through again. I'll find it. Good stuff. I'll Thank you, it. Mark. We'll talk to you next week. You bet, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, gazette.com. You've been there. Yes. It is, uh, everybody says that's, you know, if you're going to one, if you're picking one Hawkeye road game to travel to, that that's got to be on your list near the top. It's one that you need to plan, though. This isn't It's like, not easy, right? It's right. not jump in the car and go up to Minneapolis. <laughs> right, yeah. This is how you get in there, where you're flying to. Hotels are nearly impossible to get. we got to stay far away, right? 100 miles, 60 miles, Altoona. Where yeah. did you stay? Well, we stayed there because we had an RV. Oh, right. You just and like, another time we mm-hmm. stayed there, we just slept in our car mm-hmm. in the RV lot. So, yeah, different lifetime, different world. But would you be Altoona bound now? No, no. no. RV, RV is the only way to do it. Seriously? And how, oh, yeah. long, and how long was it from, from Des Moines? 18 hours, maybe. 18 hours. 16. How many of you guys drove? T- there was like 10 of us. So. And you all take a turn driving? Yeah, yeah. Take a shot. Get it done. So I always thought that'd be fun to go to a bowl game like yes, that. Yes, yes. We did a van one year down to Orlando, the 04 game. That was a lot of fun. Well, you picked the right game to go down there for. The drive back is never fun. No, though. no, no. That's, indeed, you indeed. always have to remember that. So little wise wise talk here. I'm not the official wise owl. Take one of those early shifts. Then you can drink and party the whole rest of the way. And take a long early one so they can't come back to you. We will uh, come back with uh, John Walters. He's next on the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until one seventeen hundred. The champ. Your home for the UNI Panthers. Play-by-play coverage right here on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full-color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. HeartlandFlags.com. 
Find Macy's lowest prices of the season on specials. Crux Air Fryer or Cookware Set, $59.99. Six-piece Queen or King Sheet Sets, $28.99. Samsonite Silhouette XV Luggage, 65% off. And get a Macy Bed by Serta Premium Plush Queen Two-Piece Set for $477. Through October 28th at Macy's. Savings off sale prices, exclusions apply. Macy's Star Rewards now offers benefits everyone can enjoy no matter how they pay. Sign up for free in-store or at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference, who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit komengreateriowa.org slash dmrace to get registered today. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. 
The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 The Champ. Welcome back. It's our final segment of the program. Thank you to Mark Morehouse, you to Rapids Gazette, Hawks and Penn State, and a rainy Happy Valley, perhaps. Well, we hope the rain stays away from Ames. It's uh, it's a big spot. Uh, two teams that, you know, you weren't sure where they were going to fit in the pecking order in Big 12 football this year. Both of these teams are very much alive in the race for the Big 12 championship. You know, lots of work to do yet, but... Uh, uh, one of these teams will take a big step forward on Saturday. He's the voice of Iowa State men's basketball and football. John Walters joins us. John Trenton, Ken, how's things? Things are good, guys. Thanks for having me. No, I appreciate you coming on. You know, the more I look at Texas Tech, John, it's like, uh, and you probably see the same thing, uh, these teams are so much alike. Both have freshman quarterbacks. Both have big receivers. Both defenses playing better than they've played in some years, specifically Texas Tech, who didn't play any defense at all, as you know, but their defense is better. A lot of similarities between these two teams, John Walters. There really are, and it's it's ironic to say that because you wouldn't think of Texas Tech and Iowa State as being very similar in the big picture. But if you look at the stats and the way they're kind of attacking things this year, I think you're exactly right. They both want to run the football. They both want to stop the run. And that's kind of the hidden thing with this Texas Tech offense is how well they rush the football. You know, they're fourth in the Big 12 in rushing yards. And uh, they are not just doing it to keep you honest anymore. They're doing it because they're good at it. And Henry, the freshman running back, has made a big difference there. And their ability to run with those five offensive linemen returning this year, all five starters back, uh, they're much better at it than they were a year ago. And it's, it's, it's made them a much more effective offense. I look at Oklahoma State through the years as maybe the offense in the Big 12 that has had the most balance that can really keep you uh, guessing because they can run it so well and pass it so well. And that's what Tech's doing right now. They still throw for a lot of yards. Bowman's been terrific, but... Uh, you know, I think if you're going to try to slow them down, you want to try to slow down that run game first and then force them to be more one-dimensional than they have been so far this season. And Iowa State's certainly the same way. You know, if you look at the recent success with David Montgomery running the ball and kind of that balance, I think if they didn't take a knee a couple times against West Virginia, they would have ended up with the exact same number of yards rushing and passing. Mm. So Iowa State in the last few games has been able to kind of find that balance too between the run and the pass. And so, you're right, a lot of similarities, and uh, it should be a really, really good game on Saturday. John, it's an old adage, but I think an apt one here. The bye week came at a really good time, but Ray Lima obviously out, some dinged-up guys, and maybe even a Brock Purdy chance to even digest more of the offense during the bye week. How did they use it? Uh, what did they do throughout the bye week? And, and do you believe in the old adage, it did come at the perfect time? Well, I, I think just looking at the schedule – um, from a, um, a higher viewpoint, uh, instead of just micro looking at it just right now, I, I think you know there's a lot of ways to think about it. But certainly, there's a school of thought that hey, you're on a roll. You just beat Oklahoma State and West Virginia. Let's just keep going. But I think big picture wise, you know, having a buy in early September is just no good. It does no good for mm-hmm. anybody. Um, but getting one smack dab in the middle of your season's been awesome. You know, six games in, six to go. 
everybody kind of catches their breath and gets ready for that home stretch. You get a chance to hopefully get Ray Lima healthy, get Lawrence White healthy, get Chase Allen healthy, get Kyle Kemp healthy, or at least healthier. Uh, David Montgomery, a guy that had been hurting with some upper body stuff, uh, you know, had a week off, came back with a huge game against West Virginia, now had another week off. So he's played one game in three weeks. It'll be. Uh, I talked to him about that the other day. He's excited about this stretch run, feels physically better than he's felt all year. I think he'll have a monster second half of the season. Uh, so, you know, I, I think there are some real positives to come out of the timing of this break. And, um, you know, what Iowa State did defensively against West Virginia without those two guys in that starting lineup is, uh, is even more impressive because we know how important Ray Lima is. And Lawrence White had been having a really good year, too. So it speaks to the depth. And that's another thing that you can develop during the bye week. So I don't think their approach really changed a lot. They were able to get a lot of recruiting done, which was good. But uh, I don't think they jumped too far out of their game preparation normal week. Hmm. Who was the uh, MVP of this defense for the first half of the season, John? Well, uh, great question. Tough and, question. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe well, Eisworth? Uh, maybe Eisworth, it might be. Uh, he's really solidified the back end. I think some guys that probably won't get as much mentioned, but are kind of the heart and soul of this defense are Willie Harvey and, and yeah. Brian Peavy, a couple of seniors. You know, there's been a lot of talk about the young guys, but uh, those two guys are having great, great senior years. And nobody throws at Peavy, so he doesn't get any right. stats. And, you know, and then he kind of gets overlooked. But uh, he and Payne really give you a good set of senior corners. So, you know, and, and we say all those names, and we haven't even mentioned anybody on the front. Jaquan front Bailey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, who's having a great year. Any ones Enrique is having a great year. So the, the good thing is there's there's several candidates. Uh, if, you, if you had to pick one, it would be really hard. Even Braxton Lewis, I think, yep. would get some votes if you just opened it up. So um, that's good news. Uh, <laughs> if it was a really clear-cut thing, um, that, that would, might be a problem. But I think the good news is there's a lot of choices. A lot of conversation this week about Kyle Kempton, back healthy, how healthy is he going to be, and is there a role? Do you believe there's going to be a role for him, or is this Brock Purdy's job, and as long as he's playing at this level, nobody's going to be out there running the quarterback position? Well, I think it's Brock's job. I I think that's a pretty safe assumption at this point, but I do think that you know Kyle uh, coming back and being a healthy option would be really big for this team because, as we've seen through the years, you can just never – feel like you have enough depth at that quarterback position. And, you know, the good thing is that Zeb Nolan has gotten some, some starting experience and plenty of game experience under his belt. But, you know, just having Kyle back would, would I think, be a real comfort zone for everybody because we know what he's capable of. And to his credit, he's done a tremendous job of, of not feeling sorry for himself and really helping those other young guys to get better. And Coach Campbell's talked about that quite a bit. But, uh, I'd like to see it even just for him personally, just to, you know, here's a kid who, you know, sacrificed and sacrificed and sacrificed and now decided to come back for a sixth year. And you'd love to be able to see him at least have the option to go out there and play uh, if healthy. So hopefully he's getting closer and closer. We'll see if he's dressed this week. I think that's the first indicator mm-hmm. is he dressed in uniform and ready to go. Um, that hasn't been the case to this point. Hmm. The running back position behind Montgomery, when he needs to come out for a blow or whatever, uh, Kenny Nwangu, who is, um, you know, he missed all of last year, but has really showed up in, in his first year, uh, apparently maybe the fastest guy on the team. I've liked the... Uh, um, when he's been in the... When he's been in the football game, John, he's... 
mean, Montgomery's Montgomery, right? But but Nwangu brings a different kind of um, set of skills, and and that one skill that that he has maybe more than anybody else is pure, unadulterated speed. Uh, Nwangu's taking the most advantage of these snaps he's getting. I think so too, and I and I think he stretches the field horizontally, which sounds funny to say for a running back, but that's what he does because he can run them on jet sweeps and. We saw a couple of runs where he, he, he got to the sideline and then took that 90-degree turn and got it up the field for first downs against Oklahoma State, and uh, he has that ability to do some of those things. And uh, His speed opens up a lot of different things in that offense, and I think you'll see more and more situations where Montgomery and Nwongo are playing together or Johnny Lang and Nwongo or, or Sheldon Crony and Nwongo. Uh, I, I think they're going to continue to experiment more and more with two back sets. They did some of that in the first half of the season, but I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if that's something we see even more of in the second half. And uh, Montgomery being back healthy is huge for this football team, and he's going to get the bulk of the carries. But uh, they feel like they've got a super dependable guy in Sheldon Coney. They feel like Nwongo has a ton of talent that he's just tapping the surface of. And Johnny Lang's just a young guy, but as he continues to especially work on his blocking and pick up some of the other things, uh, we'll get more and more chances, too. So there's some pretty quality depth at that position. We didn't even mention Mike Warren, uh, who ran for 245 against Texas Tech three years ago. Mm. Hey, uh, one more on football. We'll get into the basketball in a moment. John Walters joining us, the voice of the Iowa State Cyclones. Uh, we go full circle here. Texas Tech, we talked about him at the top, running the football much more effectively and a lot more than they have in the past. Defensively, they've taken a step forward. As you've been breaking down the Red Raiders this week, just give us your uh, takeaways as we get ready for Saturday. Well, I think those are the areas where, I mean, they're just so much more sound than they've been. You know, if you think about their teams, and you're just watching their games from when Iowa State blew them out those two years, especially uh, at Jack Trice Stadium when Lanning ran wild, they just didn't wrap anybody up. You know, they were just trying to strip the ball. They were getting a lot of takeaways, but they weren't, fundamentally sound defensively of just wrapping people up and making them earn their way down the field. And I think that's where they've come so far. Uh, Their turnover margin isn't what it was during those years, but they're just way better defensively as a whole. And they're not committing as many penalties either, even though they still do commit quite a few. It was outrageous how many they were committing a few years ago. So um, I think they've cleaned a lot of stuff up. Um, They're a team that has won big games on the road. You look at their last three road games, uh, in the conference. They won at Texas to close out last season, and then this year they've won at Oklahoma State and TCU. So they they feel good about their chances of going into a tough environment and winning. Um, they're having a, a, a season that's probably, truthfully, saving Cliff Kingsbury's job. I, I think mm-hmm. he's um, he's put himself in a real good position with the way they've started the season. But you got to keep in mind, they started last year 4-1, and one, and then they really slipped in the second half. So We'll see if they can keep it going this year, but I think it's much more sustainable what they're doing right now than it's been in the past. And I'm really impressed with Bowman. I mean, this is a freshman quarterback. Their quarterbacks never seem to worry about getting their feet set or uh, doing all the, the stuff that a lot of others do. But, um, man, they can make plays, and he just slings it from our different arm angles. And, uh, you know, we're seeing what Patrick Mahomes is doing in the NFL. Say, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Bowman's at that level, but he did throw for 600 yards against Houston <laughs> earlier this year. So wow. he's uh, He's putting up some video game numbers for sure. Indeed. Uh, let's go to yesterday. Go back to yesterday, John. Uh, Big 12 Media Days uh, in Kansas City yesterday. I guess one of the biggest talkers that came out of it uh, regarding Iowa State was the availability of Cameron Lard. Uh, what, what can you share, if anything, about the uh, about the very talented sophomore, John? Well, I think Coach Prohm's been really impressed with the progress that Cameron's been making, but 
obviously he was in a situation where, um, as he mentioned, there's going to be um, some consequences to his actions that are probably going to include him not playing early in the season for however long that lasts. We'll see. I doubt it lasts terribly long, but I think he's been really pleased with the way Cameron's come back to campus. But doesn't feel like he's a finished product yet either and has a ways to go. So, um, you know, it, he was vague about, you know, how long he's going to be out, but he didn't play uh, in the uh, close scrimmage against Nebraska. I think they're preparing to start the season without him, but I don't think it'll be very late into the season when we see him. Uh, and I think he's capable of having a huge year this year. I mean, he's a really talented player, uh, plays a little game with a ton of enthusiasm, and He's surrounded by better players this year than he was a year ago. So uh, the good news is the way Coach Pohm likes to play and the way he's hinted that he's going to play at least at the start of the season is probably play a little bit smaller lineup. And with that, you don't need uh, two two post players. You really have some options now with Michael Jacobson there, uh, George Condit there. Um, you know, And then once they get Solomon Young back from injury, mm-hmm. he'll certainly be a factor as well. Um, but for Cam, it's just going to be continuing to grow day by day, and then when that opportunity presents itself, really, truly making the most of it because uh, the amount of talent he has, he can do some really special things this year. Well, Lard not playing for a few games. We'll see kind of how that plays out. Of course, the injury with Solomon Young. Michael Jacobson, you would anticipate, is going to play 40 minutes. So <laughs> when Jacobson's not in the game, they're going to be playing small. They're going to be sp- playing small regardless, but... Give us a potential lineup with Jacobson uh, getting a breather over on the bench. Well, I think you might see some of George Condit, sure. uh, certainly at times in those scenarios. Um, you know, I think Coach Bohm doesn't get too caught up in uh, the number position, a one, a two, a three, a four, a five. He just wants basketball players. And, you know, you, you look at the guard situation with Halliburton and um, Wigginton and Nick Weiler-Babb, all capable of playing the point guard. I'll bet there'll be times where all three of those guys are on the floor at the same time this year, and, and who cares what who's called what? Uh, just go play basketball. And Taylor Horton Tucker is another guy that has flexibility to play multiple positions. And I think as they play small, uh, he he would certainly be a part of that mix. But Muriel Shayok, um, you know, is a guy that they've got some length to him, even though they don't have you know the big bulky guys. If you don't have uh, Jacobson in the lineup or Solomon Young or Cameron Lard. Uh, there's some guys with some length, and even though they're playing small, uh, a guy like Shayok, you, you can consider a guard, but he's got some length to him and can make some plays. And Nick Weiler-Babb's a very good rebounder, too. So, you know, I, I don't think they'll worry as much about, you know, filling all the holes in a conventional lineup, but uh, I think they'll put the five best players out there and let it rip. You know, John, we got, I could probably, and we may have asked this question over the last 14 years, uh, the number of when the number of consecutive years Kansas has won this thing, um, is this finally the year that it stops, John Walters? Well, I wouldn't bet against them. Uh, based on Bill Self's comments yesterday, he really feels like he's got some very, very talented players on this team. Lawson's just a dynamite player, very versatile from everything I understand. Uh, so, I, I mean, I think they're the favorite. Um, but I think the league is going to be really, really fun this year. I mean, uh, there'll, there'll be some teams that will certainly beat Kansas. Uh, I don't see them going all the way through the thing undefeated. And then the question is, how many times can they get knocked off? And is it enough that if somebody else gets real hot, can they go challenge for that championship? Um, I think there's some teams that are certainly capable of that. But 
I had to pick a favorite today, there's no doubt I'm going to pick Kansas. Until they are proven otherwise, you just kind of have to say, uh, yeah, that that's the team to beat. Mm. Interesting. Well, it's good. It's always a fun ride. You know, the the disappointing thing, the schedule came out, and well, I don't have to tell you what Hilton's like and Cyclone Alley's likes when Kansas uh, is in town and the student section is packed and they've camped out most of the night. Students are they're, they're, they're out of school, John, when Kansas pays a visit this year. Disappointing yeah. the way the schedule fell. Well, that, that, that that's true. Uh, I think there's going to be a real push from the athletics department to try to get some of those students that are from the state of Iowa to come back for that game, and I wouldn't be surprised at all if many of them do. Um, you know, 35,000-plus enrollment, and a lot of those kids are Iowans. So hopefully uh, many of them come back um, and find their way into the arena. I, I would imagine that it's still going to be a packed house no matter what, especially if Iowa State's playing well. Uh, but, yeah, it's that, that game in particular, all of them are more fun when, when Cyclone Alley is in full force. But, um, you know, so, uh, you can't, you can't uh, get it exactly the way you want it every year, I guess. Mm. Rooting for the Bears tonight to knock off West Virginia would help Iowa State. Well, that'd be interesting. You know, I, I think uh, Bears an improved team, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, yeah, that'll be fun to watch. I'm anxious to watch them play tonight. I, I really like Brewer, the quarterback. I think he's really, really talented. There's some good quarterbacks developing again in the Big 12, and two of them will be on display tonight, that's for sure. Indeed, and two of them on Saturday up in Ames. Great stuff, John Walters. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you down the road. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, good to talk to you. John Walters, voice of uh, Iowa State. Uh, good point on the young quarterbacks. Yeah, the, the yeah. depth is being built once again because it wasn't too long ago. It was such a quarterback-heavy league mm-hmm. for a handful of years. Trent Condon? And I think that's maybe a reason we're seeing some lower scoring games mm-hmm. because of the youth there. Yep. They'll be back in the next year or two. I think you're probably right. You've got three games tonight to at least three games tonight to tinker around with. Oh, yeah. Oh. There's, t- there's lots of tinkering going on. I bet there is. A couple uh, of Power 5 games, ACC and a Big 12 tilt. Couldn't sleep last night, so I started diving into futures again. You know, F- for, for college basketball? Uh, well, yes, a lot of that. Got into a lot of that, got in deep. Of course, last year I handed out Villanova, remember, in, yeah, I do. in November? I do. Yes, at, I remember. At 22 or 25 to 1, whatever it was. It was 22. It's a pretty good price. Hell yeah. So uh, I'm doing some work on that. I took a look at some NFL conference uh, division futures that are you know, so updated. So you, well, hang on a second. Yeah, do we have yeah. time, to, do oh, we yeah, have time yeah. to speculate? Because obviously you're trying to find a team that's not on top of the division right now that you think has a run in them, mm-hmm. or a team that is leading the division you think is is a fake leader and is about to come back to the pack. All right, so you didn't find a team in the AFC East. You might have found one in the North. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you like the Titans, and that thing is wide open. Yes, it is, but you know where I, I did take a fire here. In, 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 the, in the South? In the South. Um. Well, you couldn't have bet the Colts. I did. Why? Twelve to one. Seven to nine might win that thing. <laughs> yeah. And well, the Colts, Andrew Luck's looking a lot better. He's getting better every week. I that agree. That defense with that. isn't good, but they get to the quarterback a little bit. They force turnovers. They're gonna give up a ton of points, but mm-hmm. there's at least some fluky seven nine. They're only two games out of first place <laughs> prior to tonight. Again, Houston plays tonight, so And the price was right. 
At 15 12 to what? 12 to 1 or 15 it to 1? It was 15 to 1. It's 12 to 1 now. Um, you got it at 15, though. Yes. Nice for you. You must have had a lot to drop it to 12 to 1. <laughs> I'm going to guess uh, it was not my wager that did that. Uh, I don't think that you went against Kansas City. Uh, the Chargers are legit, but the I don't think you bet against KC. I'm already invested in the Chargers. I got them before the year at okay. plus 175, I think. So I I looked at it again. It's 3 to 1. But uh, nope, I'm already invested. Don't. Don't double down on that. All right, so the NFC, you might have done a little work in here. The Rams are home free, so you didn't yes. you didn't look at the West. Nope. Uh, the South is the Saints. I know you haven't been a strong believer in the Saints all year. You haven't loved that defense, although they're better. I'm already invested in Carolina. Same so kind of you're thing. good there. Yep. Okay, to the North. You mentioned Detroit yesterday out of the blue. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. that there was a method to your madness there because we talk a lot about the Packers, Vikings, and Bears. And at some point, whether it was yesterday or the day before, and you do this every now and then, and, and, and I file it away because I know you're up to no good. <laughs> you bet the Lions yesterday, didn't you? Or if you didn't, you're thinking about it. I, I looked at it for a long time last night. I didn't pull the trigger. Eight to one? Trent, the, the thing's wide open. With the Vikings injuries. I mean, they just continue to pile up. Although here. they're getting some guys back, Griffiths back. Riley Reef practiced yesterday, and we'll we'll get PA tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Griffin, what I was reading yesterday, they haven't ruled him out of, of playing. I haven't seen that. Is yeah. that right? Good. And now it's kind of how how did he look yesterday in practice right. and today? Of course, did and, he stay in shape? Right, I mean, cardio wise. Yes. Yeah, so, would be so, and if he does, he's going to be obviously very limited. Twenty snaps at yeah. most, mm-hmm. but uh, something to keep an eye on there. You're right, but. Those injuries do make me a little bit concerned. Mm-hmm. Still, can I see the Lions getting to 10-6? and six? I, I think at 10-6, and six, at least you have a shot. Um, I can't. I looked at their schedule for a while last night. Even being optimistic on the line, I struggled to get to 10 with them. They've got the Vikings twice. They've got the Bears twice. They've still got to play the Packers one more time. A lot of games in that division. That's not a bad bet if you go that way. How about the East? Washington leads the way. Um, they do. Nobody's. I mean, I, so, somebody is going to win that division. Yeah. I think the Eagles will ultimately win it, but they haven't been impressive one little bit. I can't go for the Cowboys. The Giants are tanking in hopes that they can get a pick. Uh, did you play that? Did you play a team in that division? I didn't in the division, but a few weeks back, I did grab the Eagles. At twenty-five to one to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I don't think they will. Now I'm not feeling very I, right. But at, at twenty-five time, to one, yeah, flyer. And if mm-hmm. they get to the playoffs, I can hedge it. And I'm going to hedge it right away. I'm not going <laughs> to wait like you told me to do with my A's ticket. Yeah, well, yeah. Don't listen to me. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Um, we, we shall see. We shall see. It's going to be fun. Well, uh, do what? What will you watch tonight? Because I'm all I'm locked and loaded. College. I will see very little of this NFL game. I'm same. Two winning teams. Are they? Dolphins, yeah, they're four and three. Four and three. Mm-hmm. Houston with four straight wins. Mm-hmm. Four and three. Mm-hmm. And it, I won't watch a lick of it. That's not true. I'll watch some. Yeah, of I'll it. watch some. I won't watch a ton. But not only with the Big Twelve matchup with Baylor West Virginia, I love watching Georgia Tech play. I love the triple option. So I'll be invested in that. Mm-hmm. I have a wager in a Sun Belt game. App State Georgia Southern. Oh, what's the number? Ten. Which way did you go? I grabbed the points with home dog, Georgia Southern. Getting the points. Happy State's pretty good. They're, they're all real, every every year. They're, they're really good, but they had a big, significant injury to uh, one of their offensive players. So that's why I think too many points there. And Georgia Southern 6-1, and one too. Are they really? Isn't that crazy? I didn't, know, I didn't realize no. that. So, uh, is Joe Buck in Houston tonight? He is not. Uh, Tom Brenneman. Is he? So they're yes. giving Buck a night off? They're giving him a night before off. Before he joins, uh, gets back on the air tomorrow night in uh, Los Angeles. I don't think we're going to have Sunday baseball. 
I think the oh, Saints oh. and the Vikings are a standalone sports. Uh, that's the standalone game on Sunday night. Wow. This this Red Sox team, Trent. They're so deep. What were we thinking? Yeah. Every series we Every said that. Every single Every single You know why? We tried to outthink ourselves. Under eight wins. Mm-hmm. Dominate all season mm-hmm. long. Oh, but they're not that good. I know. Yeah. I know. All right, you and Jimmy B coming up next. What do you guys have? Ken Silverstein will be dropping by. We'll talk Big Ten with him. And then on your drive home from 4 until 6, Wolfgang and me, we have Kevin Lehman talking college hoops, and Zuba Mahente will be with us in the 5 o'clock hour. Good stuff. Um, ask Silverstein what he's saying, because we've seen these um, offshore places come out with odds to replace uh, Urban Meyer, or it's not to replace, it's it's the odds to be the Ohio State coach next year. Urban yep. Meyer's still the favorite. Mm-hmm. Matt Campbell's the second choice. Ryan Day is the third choice. I don't. If Gene Smith's going to blow out Urban Meyer... I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna go on an entirely different direction. Yes, don't you? Yes. I think it's a complete infusion of new blood. Mm-hmm. That's so, why Day. I don't think. I don't think play. he has a chance. And it's despite what he did to begin the season, right? He uh, um, steered the ship and kept them unbeaten. Um, I just don't think they'll give him that opportunity. He'll have an opportunity to coach. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's in Columbus. No, I, I think that's completely right. He'll get a good job too. It won't be. Yes, I'm he's with not you. Going to have to go to some drag, mm-hmm. you know, bottom conference USA kind mm-hmm. of school. He's going to get a pretty good opportunity. Matt Campbell, I mean, we talked about this earlier. Do you believe it at all? We, I've asked Ken Silverstein about it before, plugged in, obviously, to the Ohio scene, a name that he always hears. We've asked Bill Bender the same question. Mm-hmm. Ohio guy, mm-hmm. same age as Matt Campbell, grew up in the same circles. He hears it from his Ohio people all the time. This is not just it, these local guys trying to paint this story. There's a lot more layers to this. And, uh, yeah, it's always interesting to get that perspective It's not just an Iowa story. This is a story that resonates back in Ohio. People know Matt Campbell. Yes, they do. Absolutely. Why wouldn't they? All right, we will uh, be back tomorrow at noon. It's a football Friday. Cakert will be here. Montz will be here. Paul Allen, the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, is here. Bama, Trent, and I will go around college football, some of the marquee games. We've got picks. Did I miss anything tomorrow? Sinekin on the Packers and the Rams. Fridays are a little busy. Yeah, it's your own football season. You are yeah. not kidding. All right, so we'll take a quick time out here. Make way for Jimmy B and TC. They're coming up next. Trent and I back tomorrow at 11. Thank you for being here with us. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street, Des Moines, 410 8th Street, Southwest in Altoona. Until tomorrow at 11, have a great rest of your day right here on 1700 The Champ. Hey, it's Taz. And I'm the Moose. Join us for our brand new morning show every weekday morning, Taz. That's right, from 5 to 8 a.m. on 1700 The Champ. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin.
Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com ApprovedByJoe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com All terms such a some minimum requirements. Camp Sunnyside, taking a boat ride. It's Joey's favorite thing to do. Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We have so much fun. EasterSealsIA.org. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines, featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great causes, and of course, whiskey. Don't miss. 